to another episode of the L2 Fitness and Business Podcast. I'm your host, Landon Pobrin, and today we're going to be chatting about productivity and planning hacks to grow your business. So this is something that I have found to be, you know, absolutely imperative when it has come to, you know, the growth of my business and all of my mentorship and consulting clients. Planning is super important and so is being productive. We need to be, you know, ruthless with our time if we, you know, if we want to hit those goals and, you know, fitness and, you know, online coaching, it's not always a full-time job and, you know, that's when we really need to dig in and really, really maximize our time, increase our efficiency because, you know, we don't always have this, you know, ample amount of time to be able to dedicate to these things. Sometimes we have to, you know, fit it in in a few hours a night and things like that. So that's when this stuff really, really becomes important. So the first thing when we start talking about this is to really figure out where you're going. We need to do some planning and some goal setting. This is one of the most important things that you can do with your business. It's so important to kind of establish a direction. So I want to give you an analogy to try and hit this point home. You know, you can casually walk into an airport, you know, you might walk up to the counter and say, hey, can I get a ticket? They just... They just print one, you know, you didn't ask for anything specific, you know, you jump on a plane, when you arrive at your destination, you're like, well, fuck, this isn't where I wanted to go. And, you know, if you don't set goals for your business, this is exactly what's going to happen. You must know where you're going in order to get there. So, you know, the the first set of hacks here I got for you are, we're going to roll through kind of my goal setting process. Now, you know, I can get a little excited, um, probably more than the average person about about goal setting, but it's so important to the success of our business. And like I said, you must know where you're going if you have any hope in getting there. So I like to break my goal setting down into a few categories, and this includes our aspirational vision, our two to three year goals, our 12 month goals. Are 90-day goals, 30-day goals, weekly goals, and daily goals. So I know I just kind of really, just really hammered, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff there, but we're going to break each one of these down and really dig in and kind of walk you through what you need to do in order to properly plan for success within your business. Now, with this goal setting, uh, we can really kind of get into some more nitty gritty stuff. So with the quarterly and monthly goals, they can be broken down into what we refer to as achievement and habit-based goals. So the the difference is that an achievement goal is something that you, you know, you accomplish, like writing an ebook, uh taking a course. No, these things have a distinct start and a distinct end. Whereas on the other side, habit-based goals are habitual targets that we work towards our larger targets. So, you know, I might have a goal to get my client roster to 20 clients. Now, I know that I cannot control that number or when I get there the same way that I can control taking a course. However, I can control the actions that I do to achieve that goal. So I might set a habit-based goal such as, you know, direct messaging 10 people every single day, knowing that that action is going to work towards that goal. So we're going to back up for a sec and we're going to start from the top of our goals. So first thing is our aspirational vision. So, you know, this is one of the funnest to to plan, but it's also the hardest. 
And most of us just really never take the time to think about what our big vision is. And, you know, this is really what we want to accomplish in our life. You know, this is our big vision, you know, what we want our legacy to be, you know, what impact do you want to create in the world? And, you know, the first time I did this for myself, it took me a really, really long time. And you're, you're going to find that once you start to shift your mindset into, you know, having a vision, trying to create impact, setting goals that, you know, this stuff is going to slowly start to come a little bit better because you're going to become more aware of this goal setting process. You know, things are going to stop, start to pop into your head more and more. So, you know, for your vision, I really want you to think big. You know, what do you really want to accomplish? You know, this might be something like, you know, helping 100,000 people lose weight. You know, it might be one day you want to start a nonprofit charity. Maybe you want to build this crazy wellness center that the world has just never seen before. These should be your big ass goals. And these shouldn't be goals that are achievable within like the next 12 months. You know, these these are going to be like legacy plays, things that you're known for, you know, creating massive impact in the world. So, you know, when you're creating your or your aspirational vision, I want you to, you know, have some fun. Take some time and just write out what your big aspirational vision is. You know, from there, we're going to jump into our 12-month goals. So... We're going to start to get a little bit more targeted. So I just jumped straight into our 12-month goal. You know, you can start with your three-year goal but uh, and then break that down into your 12-month goal. But for the sake of the show, we're just going to jump straight into, you know, our yearly goal setting. So from here, you, you really want to think about where you want, you know, goals for your business, your personal life, and your finances. So this isn't just about business. You know, our personal life is really important as well. And we also want to set some financial targets. So, you know, where do you want your business to be in 12 months? You know, where do you want your personal life to be in 12 months? You know, where do you want your finances to be in 12 months? You know, for some examples, like maybe in one year, you want to turn your coaching business, which is currently just a side hustle, into your full-time job and quit your desk job. You know, that's a, that's a great one-year goal. Maybe you want to go from, you know, maybe $3,000 a month with nutrition coaching to, you know, $8,300 a month with nutrition coaching. You know, that's the, you know, the big, you know, quote unquote gold standard. That's, that's six figure. That's a hundred K a year. You know, something for me personally, I want to do in the next year is take my parents on a five-star all-inclusive vacation. You know, this is part of my vision. I want to take them on a vacation. And part of my big aspirational vision is I would like to retire them in the next few years. So, you know, think about it, you know, where do you want your business? Um, you know, is there a new product you want to roll out? Do you, are you trying to get more clients? Do you want to hire a staff and build a team? You know, you just really got to sit down, think about it. And then from there, we're just simply going to work backwards. So once you've got your 12-month goal, now we're going to chunk that down into a 90-day goal. So this is a sprint for the next 90 days, the next quarter, and this is something that once you've set the first two, the aspirational vision and your 12-month goal, you're going to reevaluate these 90-day goals every quarter. So we're just going to simply work backwards. So break that 12-month goal into what you need to accomplish in the next 90 days to get there. You know, it sounds fairly simple, but, you know, I'll tell you the truth. Like, I've got some pretty fucking big 90-day goals personally. 
You know, these goals should not be like, comfortable. These goals should get you excited. They should get you nervous and they should really push. They should make you need to hustle to achieve them. We always want to set goals a little bit outside of our comfort zone so that we are we have that motivation and that drive to actually achieve them. If our goals are small and goals are really easy, it's not going to really drive us. It's not going to push us to achieve them. It's not going to push us to become a better version of ourselves and exceed the person we are now in order to achieve those. So I want you to think, you know, where do you want your, your business, your finances, and your personal life to be in 90 days? You know, and then from there, we're going to take that a step further. We're going to break that 90-day goal down into a 30-day goal. So now we're really starting to trim down, you know, how far out we're looking and start to look more at what we're accomplishing at this given moment. So same thing with our 30-day goal. You're going to break that 90-day goal down into what you need to accomplish this month. And this is how we take a massive vision and dissect it down to the point where we know exactly what needs to happen every quarter, every month, every week, and every day to get there. So once we've got our 30-day goals, we're going to break that down into our weekly targets. Now, this is super important because I'm going to touch on this when we get into the productivity section. But, you know, our weekly targets are stuff that we're going to be, you know, doing each week. This is something we're going to revisit every single week. And you're going to set the three to four core targets to accomplish this week. Now, if you don't know what to do, all you do is you revisit what your your monthly goals are, what your monthly and quarterly goals are. What you're accomplishing this week is simply going to be taking you towards achieving those goals. And then a step further, as soon as you've set your target for the week, you know, this is what you build out your weekly targets with. This is how you plan for the week. You know, I like to do this every single week. So, you know, you can plan out exactly what you're going to accomplish down to every single task. You know, there each task is just going to be one small step working up the chain to accomplish your big goals. So let's say you have a, a big target to, to write a book. Now, you know, let's say your goal is to write that book by the end of the year. And this might break itself down into, you know, a set amount of words to write each day. You know, so writing a book sounds like a big task, a little daunting, but, you know, writing 300 or 500 words each day is very manageable. And this is how we take and build out our habits, just like we do with our nutrition clients. You know, our small actions over time become these very large outcomes. So, you know, trying to focus on writing a book at any given time is very daunting. But if you just chunk that down and say, I'm going to write 500 words today or 300 words today, you know, as some months go on, that's really going to start to facilitate itself into something substantial. Now, a little bonus pro tip for goal setting is we must set rewards. And I can't stress this enough. As entrepreneurs, we have big ass goals all the time. We hustle day in, day out. We work more than anybody that we know, but we seldom take the time to acknowledge what we've accomplished. And when you set smaller achievement goals, we just must set a reward for them. So, you know, an example, let's say you are taking a course. That course is educating you towards something you want to achieve because, you know, that's how we break things down. 
And so, you know, maybe you set a, a reward, like once you finish taking this course, you're going to go get a massage. You know, your reward should match the size of the target. So you don't want to, you know, set a reward of buying a car for, you know, writing a blog post, but we must reward ourselves for the work that we put in or else we're simply going to burn out because we're never satisfied with what we're doing. So, you know, that kind of wraps up the goal setting portion. And, you know, now we're going to jump into productivity. So this is something I hear all the time. You know, people are always saying like they don't have enough time, they can never get things done. And that sets off all these these red flags for me because I know that they have the time. We just need to find it. So, you know, we're going to roll through five of my top productivity hacks. And, you know, keep in mind, these aren't in any specific order. There's no one that's better than the other. So the the five things we're going to roll through are cutting the noise, time blocking, goal setting, planning. And last one is delegate, defer, or delete. So first up is cutting the noise. You know, I've spoke about this a little bit in the past, but once you've set your goals, you really need to cut the noise. And, you know, as soon as you know where you're going, you know what you need to accomplish to get there. That's when we really need to start to prioritize one thing at a time. And this is immediately going to boost your productivity. So, you know, you want to write a blog, but maybe this is going to take away from writing that book you're trying to launch or implementing that social media strategy or, or taking the course that you need to take in order to reach your big aspirational vision. So you got to cut that shit out. If writing that blog is taking energy and time away from tasks that are driving you forward, you got to cut it. We need to remain laser focused. You must cut all non-essential tasks that are not driving you specifically towards your goals. You know, this doesn't mean you'll never do them. It just means you're not doing them right now. We have to prioritize. And also, you know, as time becomes more and more valuable, we have to become even more ruthless. So some of the the consulting clients I have, they're currently working full-time jobs. So that means they've got maybe two to three hours a night max to work on stuff. So we need to become even more focused, even more ruthless. You know, you can't be wasting time if you only have this small limit of time to to work on stuff each day. So number two is time blocking. Man, oh man, like if I hear another person tell me that they don't have enough time, like I'm going to fucking lose my shit. We all have the time. We just all fucking procrastinate. You know, the first step I take when one of my mentorship or consulting clients tells me that they do not have enough time is I literally make them prove it. You know, we do a big deep dive into their time management. So I will have them take a full week, so seven days, and they're going to give me a detailed snapshot of that week. You know, every day they're going to write down exactly what they did all day and how long it took. So, you know, it might be like, you know, wrote email from 7 a.m. to 7.15, breakfast from 7.20 to 7.40, workout from 8 to 10. So you get the idea. This is, we're going to start to find, you know, gaps in time, you know, things when I can tell they're procrastinating because it's like, well, you don't need to train for three hours. Why don't we cut that down to 60 minutes, add in some travel time or, you know, things that we can start to condense time on and so on and so forth. You can also start to see what things they're prioritizing. So a big one is, 
if all of a sudden I see like email being checked first in the day, you know, that's the first thing that goes like email should not be the first thing up in the day. I don't check my email till about 10 or 11 a.m. set every single day. I have a one hour time block to check my email. If you email me outside of that time, don't expect to get a reply right away. And I'm totally happy with that. I'll get to your email tomorrow. Shit that needs to get done needs to get done. And we condition people to expect certain things. So if you reply to emails at any time of the day, people just start to expect you to reply at any time of the day. You know, coaches that say you have 24 access to them, that's horseshit. I do not want people to have 24 access to me. If there's something that you really need, yeah, I'm going to fucking help. But don't expect me to, to reply to a message at 10 o'clock at night. I need to make sure that I'm keeping myself healthy so that I can deliver to my clients. So, you know, once we've done that deep dive, that's when we time block. Like, your calendar becomes law. So every essential task in your day becomes set in stone in your calendar. You know, the time you wake up, the time that you train, the time that you study, the time that you check email, all of these things start to get conditioned into your calendar. And as we start to prioritize these tasks, we start to set specific amounts of time in our calendar. And this is one of the most valuable things that you can do. You know, studies have shown that our tasks expand to the time allotted to them. And this is why when we time block and set firm and end start and end times, we become highly efficient because our tasks cannot expand outside that time. You know, it's so important to do this. I've seen so much success with myself and things just get done because you have set start, set end times. It's, it's amazing. If you haven't done that, I highly, highly recommend it. So, you know, you also want to start to, you know, envision your ideal day. Like, what does it look like? Like, what do you want to do on a given day? Do like, what time do you want to wake up? Like, what time do you want to finish work? What time do you want to go to bed? And over time, you should slowly be trying to facilitate this. So if, you know, you don't want to work weekends and currently you are, you know, you need to slowly start to prioritize things within your week so that you can alleviate the need to do them on the weekend. You know, everybody's a little bit different, but, you know, once you know what you need to do, you know where the time is, you can slowly start to work towards these things. So number three is goals. So, you know, we kind of already touched on goal setting, but this is also part of productivity because part of being productive is knowing what needs to be worked on. This is why goal setting is always a step towards productivity because if you don't know what you need to work on, you're always spinning your wheels working on shit that doesn't actually matter. So, you know, ensure you set your goals properly to increase your productivity. Number four, number four is planning. Okay, so, you know, the next thing that is absolutely vital to your productivity is adequate planning. So this is, you know, really what it comes down to. This is the shit that nobody wants to do. You know, I talk to, to trainers and coaches all the time and they're like, yeah, I, I'm not much of a planner. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably why you're not as successful and where you want to be. Like, it's just fucking simple. I'm sorry. You know, the truth hurts sometimes. So, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you should know exactly what you're doing that day. If you don't, you know, you're already behind the eight ball. Personally, you know, my wife and I, we love using the full focus, full focus planner from Michael Hyatt. You know, it's been an absolute lifesaver. So, you know, with this planner, 
it is everything. It's I have my annual goals, my quarterly goals, my habit and achievement based goals. You know, I have my I plan my entire week in advance. You know, each week I have three to four things, like I said, that I focus on. Each day has three priority tasks. Nothing gets done before these things. So that's where that time blocking comes in. Once you know what you need to be working on, you start to set that time aside in your calendar. Those things are the priority. Nothing gets done until they until they're finished. So at a minimum, you should be planning your day ahead the night before. But I kind of find this kind of like food prep. So I would rather prep my food for the week rather than do it every single day. And just the same, I would rather plan for my week as opposed to having to plan for it every single day. I'm ruthlessly efficient with my time. So I don't want to have to spend half an hour doing it every day. I'd rather spend two to three hours, do it once, and then I'm good for the week. So lastly, number five is delegate, defer, or delete. So I really saved one of the best for last. So we're going to break this down. I'm going to touch on each one and then kind of tie it all together. So delegate, this means simply having somebody else do a task for you. So this could be somebody else on your team. This could be a subcontractor. For example, you know, for us, like you might have a contractor that is doing the post-production for your podcast. You know, that's a really easy example. I record it. I send it off to somebody. They do the post-production. They send me the files back. You know, for my wife, Laura's Have It All podcast, we have someone that does the post-production for her. I do the post-production for mine because, you know, I'm OCD and I like doing it. But rolling into the second, you know, deferring, Defer means you, you know, you accept that task, but it's something that is going to be done in the future. You know, this is a big hiccup for a lot of people. Most people inherently are people pleasers. And this really comes at the expense of your productivity. You know, as soon as that email comes in, you want to answer it. Uh, As soon as you get that call, you want to answer it. You got to do the thing that they ask you, you know, answer that email tomorrow. It's not within your time block. Fuck, who cares? You know, return that message in a couple days. You know, review that paperwork on the weekend. In most cases, things are not life or death. We've just conditioned people to think that. You don't need to stop everything that you're doing for every little thing that comes up. Don't be afraid to defer tasks. Now, the last one in this series is delete. So this can be a scary one for a lot of people, but delete tasks. Yeah, like don't be afraid to say no to shit. Like try it out. It's really liberating. You have to be ruthlessly productive and protective of your time. And, you know, you need to think about this for, for every little thing that comes at you. you you're either going to delegate that task, you're going to defer that task, or you're going to delete that task. That's what happens when you know exactly what you're doing. You're already focused on something that is driving you forward, and you can't afford to be pulled away by all these little things that come up. So when something pops up, You either delegate it to somebody else, you defer it to do later, or you delete and you just say no. You know, I'm just not going to do that. And that's okay. You know, especially when these things are like repeatable tasks or tasks that are outside of your genius, you got to get this stuff off your plate. Okay. You know, and really to tie this stuff all together, you know, you really need to focus on just creating this like repeatable system. So until you really hammer home these fundamentals and basics with your schedules and your projects, don't allow yourself to to start to get pulled into directions of things that are, you know, drawing you away from what you really need to do. So, you know, with that being said, 
If you guys have any questions, I love chatting about planning and productivity, time blocking, all of this stuff. So please, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you shared it on iTunes, you know, leave a review, take a screenshot of this, share it on social media, tag me at Landon Pobrin, you know, everything I chatted about, like the full focus plan, I'm going to link up in the show notes for this episode. All of the episodes can be found on my website at uh, landonp.com. So please show me some love, love and appreciate you. And please, if you have any ideas of stuff you would like me to talk about, leave me a comment and I would love and love to, uh, to provide exactly what you're looking for. Anyways, until next time, we'll talk soon, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the L2 Fitness and Business Podcast. And it would help us so much if you enjoyed today's episode. If you could leave us a review in iTunes, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and Facebook, tag me at Landon Pobrin, and make sure to check out my website, landonp.com, where you can find all of my podcasts, the show notes, and all of the freebies there. And also, if you're looking for some nutrition coaching on the website, you'll be able to apply for coaching. All right, guys, we'll see you next week.